deep fakes, maybe even your daughter. I'll explain, and then uh, we'll go to the phones, and uh, we'll get some messages from GaryNolan.com. It's seven minutes after 10 o'clock. Also, smoking and teenagers. Some very interesting data. Uh, I'll, I'll share that with you in just a few, but here's the story. Apparently, some boys in high school took photographs of girls in high school. Uh, they could have got them from Facebook. They could have taken the photographs out with their smartphone. They could have gotten them from a yearbook. Who knows? Who cares? They've got a picture of the girl. Maybe it's your daughter. And they use artificial intelligence to meld that photograph of your daughter's head on the body of a naked woman, perhaps engaged in some sexual activity. The boys were sharing these photographs. And a couple of questions. If it's your daughter, what would you want to do? I'm sure that's uh, that's going to be brutal uh, for the boys if you had your way. But also, what are you going to do about it? What can, you know, what law would you write to prevent that from happening? It's not as though they snuck into the girl's shower room and took photographs of the girls naked. They just combined two photographs using artificial intelligence and then emailed them back and forth, shared them on their smartphones. What should the school do? What should the parents do? What should the law do? Because I'm baffled. I know what I would want to do. I just don't know what the law should be able to do. I don't even know what the schools can do. And before I go to the phones, and I will in a second... I want you to imagine that there is a talented artist in school, and he does that. He draws a painting of some fellow student and then draws her as though she's naked. How then would, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just he's doing it by hand. Would... You know, would that be illegal? Would there be a way to stop him from doing that? 874-9390-800-529-5572. Chris says, on the boys making fake photos of the girls, there probably isn't a law written yet. But maybe slander of their image would be the thing. I'm, I'm not sure that that's really slander. Uh, Chris is on in Columbia. Chris... What should happen to these kids? Well, my initial thought was a couple of things. First is, boys will be boys. Yeah. You know, if you'd have had this technology when you were back in the day, you're telling me you wouldn't have took a picture of Betty Page and, you know, put some schoolgirls... Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Betty Page is uh, more Brian speed. He, well, he okay, well, whatever, you know. At his age. Uh, Ethel Marmon, I don't know. Uh, I was getting at, you know, it, technology's changed, but my second thought was like your, your texture there... Uh, how many days before we're going to propose a law that says if you do this and you do that, you're, I don't know what they're going to call it, you know, imitation child porn or something? Because you could, I'll, I'll bet you it's a matter of time we're going to have to have another law because that's how we solve everything, isn't it? So should these boys get away with it? 
I don't know they get away with it. I'm sure the school's got some punishment in mind, but uh, it is fake, you know. It's not like anything really happened, but uh, it's not nice. But, you know, <laughs> it's not nice. Well, it depends on which, you know, I'm sure we can do more research on this and make a determination. But, uh, well, well, Brian's computer is already uh, yeah. shrieking <laughs> uh, from his research. Alarms going off, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Sharon, good morning. What should be done? I don't know. It's sad, and I think it's going to get worse the more the artificial intelligence, you know, comes on board. Um, but what I'm calling about is my bones are frosted about this Donald Trump trial. They're not only trying to destroy him and put him in prison, but they're trying to do it to his family. They asked one of his sons, I don't remember which one, about some supposedly comment he made in an email 13 years ago about the business, and of course he couldn't remember. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> I, this is just a, a big farce, and I think that somebody should step in and put a stop to it. Well, what's going to happen here, this judge is going to uh, find a way to make him guilty, try and seize his business. It will be appealed. By the time it gets to uh, appeals court and it gets reversed, the election will be over. The damage will have been done. And that's what the whole goal of this is. The goal isn't really because they think they've got him the goal is because they want him to be unable to run. Well, it proves they know they haven't got him when they have to, to do the stupid things they're doing. Yeah, and they're doing it all over the place. Just anywhere they can attack him, they're doing it. All right, Sharon, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. What should be done? What should be done to these boys should there be a law? Can you think of a way to write a law that would protect these girls or their reputation? Once these, you know, these pictures get circulated, it's a little hard to say, oh, look, look that's not me. Uh, how would you prove that? I, I, am, I am not sure that I know how to fix this. And I'm not sure that there's anything the schools could do about it. Maybe they could say uh, you can't bring uh, nudes to school, but they could certainly on the way to school or when they get home circulate those photographs. What kind of law could you craft or could you not? Do we just have to accept the fact that um, this sort of thing will happen? 874 9390. 800-529-5572. Anson says if the students were distributing porn at school, they should be suspended. The fact that they altered the porn is irrelevant unless they were doing it to harass and intimidate the girls. If the boys continued to, to, to distribute the photos at school, they should be expelled for harassment. Well, Anson, what if they just do this from home? What if they do it from home? They send these photographs out uh, from home. What is there to do then? What's, what's the recourse? I don't know. Maybe. 
the problem is they're taking these photographs from public places or in public places. I just think it's something we're going to have to get used to. I, I don't see an easy solution for this. Bill, good morning. It seems like it, if these girls were underage, you could um, just catch anybody in possession of the image and charge them with child porn. It doesn't not, matter if it's fake or not. It doesn't matter if it's fake or not because they'd have to prove that as their defense in a court of law, which would clear the girl's name. And it would probably slow it down a lot because, you know, that's pretty terrifying, I would imagine, to get arrested for possession of child porn. Well, it wouldn't take much to prove that it's child that it's um, that it's a deep fake. It, uh, it, it don't matter. You get arrested. I, and it's I'm not, a deputy not, sheriff, and I've arrested people for such things, and I'm sure they weren't having fun at the time. I'm sure they weren't either. Uh, but is it really child porn? It's not the child's body. The child uh, is isn't naked at any point. As, as an officer. A prosecutor is a prosecutor. I mean, unless it's like patently obvious somehow, I don't know. We'd have to assume it was. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right. Hey, Bill, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Renee, welcome. Hey, good morning, Gary. Good, good morning. Hey, I am a former educator, and I am just thinking, I'm agreeing with your last caller, that wouldn't that be distribution of child pornography if they're under the age of 18? Um, I really feel like maybe it would fall into that category. But what about defamation of character? Could the, bo uh, could the girl's parents sue the boy's parents for defamation of character? I don't know. The, the boy's parents probably didn't know what was going on. They, they wouldn't be uh, uh, a part but, of this. But the parents, if the boys are underage, are responsible for what their children are doing. So, I mean, I, it's just a thought. Yeah. Um, if I was a parent of that girl or those girls, I'd be furious, and I'd oh. sure give it a try. Oh, man, um, I would throw everything at it but the kitchen yes. sink. And I would imagine uh, that the school district probably if uh, would be within bounds of not allowing the boys to have any um, computers or phones on campus from that point forward just to prevent it from happening on campus. Now, I can't stop it off campus, obviously, um, but that could be something that the school district has within their, uh, their rights to do. You know, Renee, we don't have to worry about a thing. President Biden is going after artificial intelligence, and, and he'll fix it. <laughs> he could use some artificial intelligence. <laughs> he could use some real intelligence. <laughs> exactly. Right. Any intelligence would be would be welcome at this point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Renee. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Sharon, good morning. Hey, good morning. In support of the last two callers, um, the fact that the girl's image is used in these photographs, could that not be exploitation of a minor? Well, I don't know. Is it? Sexual, are they exploiting? Sexual, are they, they're not selling it. Sexual exploitation of a minor. And isn't that under statute um, criminal? You know, I, I almost think that I should call a, a prosecutor and uh, and get their spin on this because I'm well, not Lord sure. Knows, Lord huh? knows with with regard to the parents, if they choose to um, 
uh, pursue this legally against the child, the children who are doing this to these girls and their parents. God knows there's enough attorneys in this country. Somebody will take it just for the publicity. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd hate to ruin the parents' lives, too, for some prank that well, their kids did. Except that they raised that child with not a true moral compass. And all right. aren't we all somewhat responsible for our children's moral compass? Yeah, but we don't sue them because of that. We don't sue well, them because they didn't do a good job parenting. I don't know. Something should be done. If they're minors, they're under their parents' household. I, I think you can. Okay. Call Sharon, a prosecutor. Call a prosecutor. We I, think we're gonna, I think we're going to have to do that. Sharon, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I'm up against the clock. I'm way, way behind. I'll take your phone calls here in just a minute. We got some messages from GaryNolan.com. The question is, what law did these boys break by taking photographs of their classmates and putting them on naked women, uh, the bodies of uh, naked women, and then circulating it amongst themselves? Did they break a law? Can we prosecute them? Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. Westfield sophomore boys were being unusually quiet. <laughs> That's what tipped them off. There was something going on. They were being quiet. Sophomore boys at Westfield High School were acting weird on Monday, October 16th, whispering among themselves and being quieter than normal. Girls started asking questions. Finally, on October 20th, one boy told some of the girls what all the whispering was about. At least one student had used AI-powered website to make pornographic images using the girls' photos found online, then shared them with the other boys in group chats. Girls at Westfield reported the situation to school administrators who began interviewing the boys who might have known more information. And they're trying to figure out... The story's in the Wall Street Journal. They're trying to figure out what to do. Um, and uh, some... Some parents are saying, uh, you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, post-pubescent boys, uh, just let it go. Tell them not to do it anymore and, and delete the photographs. Uh, the lack of clarity on these images and their legality and how or whether to punish the makers has parents, schools, and law enforcement trying to figure out just what the hell to do. Some parents said their daughters have felt humiliated and powerless. They worry about the damage to the girls should the images surface later. And among parents, there's no consensus. In a local face group, uh, uh, Facebook group, some called for harsh punishment for whoever created the images. Others said, eh, it's just youthful transgression that should be forgiven. What should happen? Let me go to the phones and uh, get your take on this. Robert, good morning. Hello there. Um, I'll try to be, not to be too long-winded. I, I think the first gentleman that I heard, uh, I think he was former law enforcement, I think he had it right. Um, you treat it as a potential crime. Um, these, are, these are things that, uh, that nobody uh, would want to be accused of. No person in their right mind, be it a teenager or an adult, you know, possession of child pornography or what could be child pornography some of us would rather die than even be accused of something like that yeah. so i think treating it as a potential crime is one thing the parents who say oh it's just a youthful transgression those 
they're part of our, <laughs> the problem. If you want to talk about <laughs> deterioration in this country, I mean, you know, when, when, when we were teenagers, you know, you have a Playboy magazine was like gold. This isn't the same thing. This is altering an image to humiliate and to sexualize another person who's, who's a minor. Uh, if, if my son did it, he did the, the last thing he'd have to be worried about is what the police would do. <laughs> he, he would. I mean, I mean that. that. That is not how I'm raising my kid. This is serious. You know, I'd be like, yeah, you know, whatever I, they decide to do is one thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm chuckling because that's the uh, response a responsible parent would have. Yeah, I was and my dad would have healed, man. He would have leaned into me. It would have been, it would not have been fun. Yeah, <laughs> and I love him very much. But it, see, we just can't. You can't. You can't write something like that off. That's not the same as well. You know, like we caught him looking at a. We caught Junior looking at a Playboy. This is not the same thing. No, it is certainly not. All right, Robert, thank you, uh, and I have no thank doubt you, that sir. you are an active parent, and that's a good thing. Thank you very much. Randy, uh, good morning. Morning. Yeah, I remember I was in, like, seventh or eighth grade, and there was a popular girl in our class, and um, her skirt had fallen down, and um, I noticed all, a bunch of other boys sitting around kind of laughing and looking, and I took my cardigan off and handed it to her so she could cover herself. Um, but, uh, it's just a story, but what I would do if I was a parent of one of those girls, I would see the parents of the kids, I would see the school district, um, I would try to get the kids kicked out. Um, someone would, somebody would pay for that. Well, you know, I should have asked the last caller this, but I'll ask you this. I brought it up earlier. What if one of the kids was artistically talented and painted a picture using paints on canvas? that resembled the photographs? I, I would sue the parents, man. I mean, if, if it was my kid and he, he, he painted, you know, a adult-type picture with my child's likeness, yeah, I mean, I would sue the parents. I mean, somebody somebody would pay. That, that, I just don't think it's right. Couldn't argue behind uh, its artistic freedom? Probably, probably, but I would still give it a try. All right, Randy, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Let me get a couple of these. Uh, put all the dads in a room and send the boys in one at a time for five minutes. Problem solved. Yeah, Kim, I guess so. I uh, don't know about the law, but the way to curb this quicker than anything is to do the same to the boys. So put their face on someone who is uh, less than endowed. Uh, no boy aged uh, 16 and up wants uh, the nickname Stubby. Brian, did that hurt you? When, when, never mind. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was never Brian's nickname. Uh, Jenny says, uh, in regard to the photos of the girls, depending on the state, they are bullying and cyberbullying. Uh, there are uh, cyberbullying laws uh, that could be in place. This could be considered harassment of the girls. Think about what would happen. You know, I, we've got these photographs in our mind. We're thinking these were going to be they're going to look like these girls really posed for it, and uh, and it and it makes us angry. What would happen if one of the boys was an artist and painted something like this on canvas? Could they argue it's art? Dakota, oh boy, Dakota, I got uh, you. Got to go very fast or hang on. Which would you prefer? I'll just go really fast. Uh, with both of them being sophomore, or with all of them being sophomores, would that not 
put them underage for possession of pornographic images in the first place and then distribution of pornographic images. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the law is on uh, kids downloading porn. I'm sure they do it at 14 all over the place and don't get arrested. This is the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, it's uh, Froster Buns Friday, and it's 35 minutes after 10 o'clock. If you just joined us, we were talking about the story in the Wall Street Journal about these sophomores. These boys took uh, available photographs of their classmates, the girls, of course, and then uh, using AI software, which I guess they could do right on their smartphone. They don't even need a computer. And they um, seamlessly put their their heads on the bodies of naked women, uh, apparently engaged in uh, some sexual activity. And the question is, what you know? How do you stop this? What 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 law can you write? Right now, the prosecutors are at a loss, uh, but they're still investigating. They're looking, looking at what to do. And uh, my question is, what do you think they should do? And I also threw out this: what if, what if some boy at home, you know, he's a talented artist, and he draws a, a picture of the girl in school that he likes, uh, and puts her head on a naked body in the painting? Do you? Do you prosecute him? What if he shows it to his friends? They come over to the house and he says, look at this I painted. I'm, I'm not sure where you can go with all this. Uh, to that end, I will go to the phones, but I do have to move along because I've got this uh, big government story that it really is irritating. Uh, but we'll get to it. Uh, Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Morning. Hey, listen, first, I'm against AI. Naturally, that come out of San Francisco, California. Secondly, is I would let the boys do the same thing to the girls and let six months pass and it'll die down. Back in the old days, uh, you know, the pigtails and the inkwells and this and that. But uh, let's take it, uh, if we go another step further, uh, uh, if you got two apartments, one stacked on top of each other, and Uncle Purdy's up there drilling a hole in the floor taking a picture of a gal, there's something against that. But uh, I think uh, the first thing is don't hold the school responsible because uh, first you're going to have to prove that they they had something it was done on their time and and then there's law work and there goes my taxes up on that but uh i think the school needs to not allow one single phone on school property let it die down a little bit but uh some of these girls uh ain't mentally capable of handling after uh mommy's powdered them for so long and if one of them goes and commits suicide that's a whole nother uh a ball game there, but uh, I say let it die down. But there is a law, some sort I can't uh, recall it about uh, uh, taking pictures of someone else in uh, public bathrooms, whatever. But, yeah, but they're uh, not. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're just taking publicly available pictures of the girl's right. head and then attaching it uh, using uh, software to a naked woman, and uh, it looks like the girl is posed for a pornographic picture. Yeah, and, and and back in school, uh, notes were passed about this person's that, that person's this, back and forth between boys and girls and whatever. It's a sad, sad case all the way around. Uh, I know one thing, if I caught one of my kids doing it, uh, there would be hell to raise with my kids. Their phone, their phone would be gone for a year. 
But uh, the thing is, is uh, it, 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 it's a sad thing, but showing it that it happened on school property or school, whatever, that's easy to take care of that. Don't let the kids bring any phones to school, and they don't need it, and they're starting to finally smarten up and take the kid, tell the kids, don't bring your phones, because that's about 90% of the suicides and kids' problem, he said, she said, and and uh, it goes on from there. But uh, I, I think they'll, they'll, we don't need another law for this, because after that, there'll be another law, because this AI is going to cause more major problems in this country than a couple little nudie photos. All right. Mike, thank you very much. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, let's get Scott on here see what he has to say. Scott, welcome. Welcome, Gary. Thank you so much. And I take your question to my friend, Jim Bryden, who works for a law firm. He's not an attorney. But he said that if you draw dirty pictures, it's okay unless you misgender the person. And <laughs> as long as they're not drawing a picture of a gun, if they draw a picture of a gun, you must call the police and press charges. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, be Can't real careful. But, uh, yep, Jim Bryden, thank you so much. <laughs> Scott. Uh, yeah, can't do a picture of a gun. Yeah, that would get him in trouble right away. Pam, welcome. What do you think? Okay. I think that if it would have happened in my day when I was in high school, my big brother would have taken care of it. It wouldn't have became a school issue. As soon as it was uh, out on the Internet, if my brother didn't, him and his friends, um, that if my brother was out of town, didn't know anything about it, his friends would have taken care of it. The school wouldn't have even known about it. Well, that's sort of... it's a. It, it, today, that sort of thing uh, gets flashed around within Very minutes. Quickly. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. But I don't think that, I think the boys should be disciplined in some way. I know there's by probably the not a law or, yet. By the but, parents or the school or who? Both. But if there's not any parents that care and they think it's funny, too, uh, no. They need to be... Um, what grounds does the school the, have to punish the kid? If he makes this at home and shares it with his friends. That, if he didn't do it on school property, then the school has nothing to do with it. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a real, this is going to be a problem in a sticky wicket, if you will. All it right. is. Thanks. Okay, Thanks, Pam. Glad to have you on the Gary Dolan Show. All right, I... Um, I am not in favor of people smoking. I smoked for years. Uh, still on occasion will light one up. Uh, nowhere near like I used to. I used to smoke better than two packs a day. Uh, but I found vaping and it's, um, it's a pretty good alternative and way, way safer. Uh, of course, there's a, a war on vaping. We've talked about that. But now the administration, and we talked about this last week, wants to ban menthol cigarettes. And uh, apparently they've done this in Brazil. Is that right, Brian? They, they banned... Uh, did they ban all cigarettes or just menthols? Flavored uh, cigarettes, right? Flavored cigarettes, that's yeah. correct, yeah. So the administration wants to do this. And do you know why they want to do this? Because you're too stupid. Well, it, ultimately... Partly. Yeah, that's ultimately the answer. But But what they're saying is... Because kids will yes. take this uh, habit up. Yeah. Yes. Kids might find menthol cigarettes um, better than regular cigarettes, 
So they argue if we ban menthol cigarettes, then kids won't start. And we'll be able to reduce the number of kids <laughs> smoking because somehow it's the government's job to do that. I, I, I fail to find a part in any constitution that gives the government that right. But that's what they that's ostensibly what they're trying to do. So they apparently have done this in Brazil. And as you might imagine, like with the war on drugs, like with the war on alcohol, they created for themselves a huge black market. That's amazing. Yeah, who would have, I would have never thought that that would happen. Yeah, no, it, it would never happen. Well, it wouldn't happen here when we do it. Because yeah, we, we would do, would it, do right. it the right way, yes. Yeah. So now law enforcement are engaged in trying to stop this. They're doing everything they can. It, it's such a stupid idea for the government to try to protect you from your own behavior. And Brazil is apparently paying the price. Uh, they now have one of the largest cigarette markets in the world, despite uh, their effort to rid the country of cigarettes through prohibition. According to the Brazilian Institute for Competition Ethics, uh, who I've never heard of them before, the illegal cigarette market now represents about half the entire cigarette market. Illegal cigarette consumption nearly doubled uh, in Brazil. So, here, you know, if you've got an adult market, you can sell to adults. If you have uh, a black market, you can sell to anybody. So the whole point of this lesson from Brazil is that banning uh, flavored cigarettes or anything that people want creates a dangerous black market. And the prices go up because you have to fight law enforcement in order to circumvent them to... To get your product to the marketplace, you don't know what you're getting. It's the same thing as with the war on drugs. But wait, there's more. And I'll share that with you when we come back on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. Hey, good morning. It is uh, 10.50, 10 to 10. And uh, we were talking on a Froster Buns Friday about uh, the, the Biden administration uh, trying to ban menthol cigarettes and what happened. Uh, in Brazil, when they tried to ban these things, and, and they created a black market, which is not surprising. And I said, there's even more. Because the, the whole point of this is because they thought, well, this will stop kids, young kids, from smoking. Uh, they thought it was their job to do that and that this would do it because menthol might be more to the liking of young kids. So the whole point, keep kids from starting but wait, there's more. New data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show that youth smoking, in spite of the availability of menthol cigarettes, was just 1.9% of high schoolers who lit up in the last month. And that's a little bit misleading. Uh, they, the way they ask the question is, have you done this in the last month? So many of these kids may have lit up a cigarette, one of the you know this one point nine percent, and went oh tui and and never went back to smoking. But they don't they don't measure that. They just say, have you tried it? And it's a paltry one point nine percent. And you know, based on what I just told you, it's probably even less than that. 
But apparently this is an historic low. Even vaping is at its lowest level in a decade. That's good news. But these numbers have fallen through the floor in spite of the fact that menthol cigarettes are available. What's the point of banning them if kids are not smoking now? I, Brian, can you, can you explain to me why they would want to ban menthol cigarettes ostensibly to keep kids from smoking when it's, it's down to less than 2% right now? I have no idea. I, I think their fear is getting them addicted to any substances, no matter how safe they are. They don't want people addicted to nicotine. I don't think anybody does. But I mean by completely banning it from people that want to join a legitimate adult marketplace is not the right course of action. Well, the... Um, but I guess they know better than you and me. Well, we're too stupid. Yeah. Key argument for prohibition is that menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars appeal to youth, especially black youth. I got to ask Kevin about this. <laughs> um, uh, and banning them is essential to preventing future generations of addiction and outweighs the risk of illicit markets that are certain to follow. But the CDC data show that smoking rates among black high schoolers are so low they can't be reliably calculated. What's the point? You're just going to create a black market. And what happens when you, uh, you know, when the government forbids a kid from doing something? They want to do it all the more. Leave this up to the parents. Hopefully the parents do a good job. They may not always succeed, but it is their task. It is not the task of the government. But what's going to happen is there's going to be a black market. People will start shooting each other to protect their black market. It will get deadly, but not from cancer, from lead poisoning. That's the way it always happens. And then they'll, they'll, they'll paint these, <clears throat> these uh, uh, people who are selling cigarettes as the bad guy. In reality, they're just filling a void that the government created. They're going to be dealers, just like drug dealers. They're tobacco dealers. Oh, terrible. Why we don't wake up to this I, it, it is, it is beyond me. I've, I've no idea. But it clearly is not a very effective tool. It creates more problems. Uh, and endangers um, innocent people. But wait, there's more. There's more. Because you know those warnings that they put on cigarette packs that most people ignore? Well, apparently they want to do this, group of global warming advocates, to meet a research team at Durham University has come up with a new way to guilt people out of eating meat. Slap graphic warning labels on meat products, warning that consuming them will harm the planet. So the next time you pull up to Mickey D's 
or your favorite steakhouse, CC City Broiler is mine. Uh, they would want you to have a label, <laughs> which wouldn't deter me for a second. Can you imagine what that warning label would look like? <laughs> <laughs> have a skull and crossbones. <laughs> On fire. Yes. Flames coming off the top of the head. <laughs> oh, they just don't stop. They just don't stop interfering with life. How is it that it... I'm curious. Why is it that it seems that it seems to be the left that are constantly afraid of things? I know they're I afraid that. of everything. Yeah. You know, don't eat meat. Uh, it causes global warming. Don't drive cars. They're afraid of that. They're they're constantly afraid. I mean, they must Stick live that their mask lives on too. While you're talking, if you would. Yes. <laughs> they must live their lives in fear. Constant fear. That somebody is enjoying cell phone? No, 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 no. That's that's dangerous. Keep it away. Uh, they, they they literally must be living their lives in constant fear that something is going to you know the sky will fall. Uh, they're sometimes just afraid that you might be having a good time. They don't like that either. Uh, sometimes the Republicans are guilty of that too. By the way. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. And their greatest fear? Donald J. Trump. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that really baffles me how they they could be so... Uh, I mean, I'm not his greatest fan. I, he did some good things and some not-so-good things. Uh, but their, their dislike of him, their hate, their, it's it's... It's like a cancer for them. All right, coming up in the next hour on Froster Buns Friday, President Biden is threatening to veto a Republican spending bill that would cut Amtrak funding all the way down. Are you ready for this, Brian? You talk about cutting it to the bone. Listen to this. It's going to cut the funding to twice the pre-pandemic levels. I don't, I don't know how they can get the first wheel on a train to move uh, based on that kind of horrible uh, uh, slice in funding. Only twice the the pre-pandemic levels? Oh, <laughs> God, I can see where they should be upset with that. Uh, we've got a couple of gun cases that we ought to talk about. Uh, for sure, we'll do it tomorrow on Gary on Guns. Uh, and that airs uh, at 8 o'clock. In the morning, 8 to 10. And if you're not in the area, you can go to GaryNolan.com and click on, click on the Listen Here button. And you'll be able to hear Gary on guns at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, but a Montana case is testing the constitutionality of the Gun-Free School Zones Act. You know, uh, I don't think it's constitutional. Good news also we'll share in the next hour about homeschooling. I'll tell you what all that is right after the news coming up here at 11.05 on The Gary Nolan Show. This is The Gary Nolan Show 